This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's go to Kate Constable now. Oh, you're on the show, host of BetQLU in the action each and every Saturday. Follow her on Twitter and TikTok at Kate Constable. Kate, good morning to you. Just a quick question before we get into your fix. Do you have a pet at all? I feel like I've asked you this before. Uh, I don't, but I grew up with dogs, and my my mom still has our dogs at home. But I, um, you know, I live in a high rise in Chicago. I don't need accidents ah. in my house, and I don't want to get up at five in the morning when it's negative twenty to take you out. So I can't give the dog the life it needs right now. But someday I will have a dog, <laughs> and I want like a massive dog. I want a Newfoundland, which is one massive Whoa. one Ooh. that like, kids can like ride around in the backyard, hoping we someday have a backyard. That's the plan. <laughs> All right, that's a good plan. Well, let's get into your picks tonight. Tigers and the Tide in Tuscaloosa with Alabama laying nine and a half, the number two team in the country. The total is 151 and a half. Rivalry game, obviously. What is your pick here? This is a big number. This is a big number. Um, I, I like Alabama full game, but I like them even better in the first half. I haven't been able to find that line quite yet. I don't know if it's out, but I'll be watching for that throughout the day. I mean, these two teams played just a few weeks ago. Alabama won by eight at Auburn. And, you know, Auburn might have been able to play it close when they were at home, but on the road is going to be a different story. And it wasn't a pretty game for Alabama in that win. Brandon Miller only had 13 points. He missed all seven three-point attempts. They gave up 16 offensive boards, and they only shot 56% from the free throw line. So, I mean, they left a ton of points on the line, which obviously won by eight. That would uh, make that win even a little bit better. Auburn's offense, really not that great. They've shown flashes throughout the season, but I don't think they can keep up with Alabama. And kind of the equalizer in that first game was that Auburn was great from the free throw line. They had 22 points from the line. So if Alabama can kind of limit that, limit their trips to the line, I like them to cover this big number. I like it, once again, better in the first half. I would imagine it's around five in the first half, and I would take that. This, If Alabama also gets a win tonight, they win the SEC regular season title. A lot going on around the program right now, but I think that they can get this one done and be focused against their rival. Yeah, and this game isn't at Auburn. Like you said, if anybody needs to play home games, it's probably Alabama because one would think the student section would not be so kind to the visiting Tide, but they get to play it at home. So uh, like that there. Let's go to this UConn game. UConn laying 17 and a half against DePaul. I'm interested to hear your take on this one because this is a big spread and big spreads can sometimes be a little tricky. Yeah, they've they've been a little tricky late in the season, too. So I'm staying off of the spread here. I'm going to take a UConn team total to go over. Again, that's not quite out yet. I would imagine it's around 82-83, and I would take that. I would take over 83. Uh, Connecticut, DePaul, they played just January 31st. UConn won uh, by 14. Huskies shot 50% from the field, 88% from the free throw line, but they were just four of 16 from deep, and they're usually a pretty good three-point shooting team. So I would expect that to get a little bit better this time around. And DePaul in that game, I mean, they were fine from the field, both 44% from the field, 45% from three, and they still lost by 14. It's because they were out-rebounded by 13. So, I mean, this is all to say, I think UConn can still cover this big number, especially with this game, once again, being at home. But I like their uh, team total to go over because DePaul's given up at least 81 points in four of their last five, and UConn has scored at least 87 in three of their last five. I think this one's going to be all Huskies tonight. They've won 16 of the last 17 meetings against DePaul, so I would expect a big night from the home team.
We're chatting with Kate Constable, host of BetQL. You in the action each and every Saturday. Follow her on Twitter and TikTok at Kate Constable. Let's head to the Big East. And, man, this is a difficult game to handicap. Number 19, Xavier, visiting number 20, Providence. Friars laying three and a half. I believe that opened at two and a half. A really high total, 154 and a half. What is the play, Kate? I like the over here. That total is high. I've seen it uh, 153 in some places. It's coming down uh, within the last hour, half hour. And I think that's because this is for the number two seed in the Big East tournament, whichever team wins here tonight. So maybe that's why uh, some of the books are anticipating a little bit more defense. But both of these offenses are top 20. Xavier's terrible at defending the three. They rank 290th in three-point percentage allowed. And Providence is the second-best three-point shooting team in the conference. And who's the first? Well, that's Xavier. So you can expect a lot of points from deep tonight. The The Friars are also probably going to go a little bit smaller inside tonight, or they are the smaller team rather inside tonight, which would make me think that they'll, you know, play a little bit more on the perimeter, shoot a couple more threes. And this is kind of an interesting fact that I found in Big East uh, play, w- the way the conference is set up, each team plays each other twice. And with the exception of the game against St. John's, every second meeting for Providence this season has been higher scoring than the first. The first one went into overtime, a total of 168. I'm not sure we get that high tonight, but regulation ended around 152. I would expect this game to finish around 158. But, I mean, that's just kind of surprising because typically the second time around, these teams have scouted each other. They played each other once. They know what's happening, but it's the opposite trend uh, for Providence. So I will take the over here at BetMGM has it at 154.5. I guess we'll play that. All right, what an interesting nugget that you found there. Uh, interested yeah, to yeah. hear your call on this Cavs and Celtics game. We've got the Celtics laying six and a half. Total off the board right now. Kate, I hope you're on the side that I'm on, uh, but we'll see. Who do you like? <laughs> uh, well, I liked Celtics at six and a half. I see the lines moved down, or Celtics, um, Cavs rather, at six and a half with the points. I see it's moved down to five and a half. I still would play that. I, the Cavs have won the first two meetings between the Celtics this year. These games are always very competitive, very close. The first one went into overtime. The second one, the Cavs won by one. Celtics also shoot a ton of threes. Cavs are really good at defending the three. So unless Boston gets like extremely hot from outside, these are two pretty evenly matched teams. So I would take the uh, the points um, with the Cavs on the road. Yeah. Oh, I love hearing this because – yeah um, good <laughs> thank god is that gonna be your pick chelsea i feel like you were waiting on that i'm on i'm on the over in xavier providence as well also in the cavaliers oh we're two for two here i don't have a play on this one suns at the hornets tonight and it looks like we're gonna get kd finally in a phoenix uniform coming off of an injury suns are laying nine and a half points here huge money line favorite what is the play yeah, I mean, maybe this is a little square, but I'm going to take the over here, 227 and a half, just anticipating quite a bit of offense from the Suns tonight. With Katie in the mix, I'm not sure it's going to take quite as much time to get him, you know, comfortable in their offense as some people might anticipate, and for fair reason. I mean, you're um, adding in a superstar to another team full of superstars. Like, how are they all going to gel? But I think this offense is going to get rolling tonight. I think they're going to want to kind of debut him and show the world what this team can do and is capable of. And Charlotte, they've been they've been good lately. They won their last five games. They're top in the league in pace over those last five games. They're a, a fringe top 10 offense. 
I know LaMelo Ball is out. That is a big hit. Their pace will likely slow a little bit, but they're still a team that wants to get out and transition and run. So I, I would have thought this game would have opened in the 230s, 227 and a half. I'll take the over here. All right, Kate, it's the return of our weekly Bears chat because you have a Bears helmet in the backdrop of your backdrop. Uh, so mm-hmm. what do you think the Bears should do with the number one overall pick? Keep Justin Fields, trade the pick, get a bunch back for it. What are we, why is this a conversation? Yeah. Justin Fields is great. It is. Give him another year. Just surround him with a good offensive line. Surround him with some some other playmaking weapons and this is great boost your defense a little you can trade the number one pick for probably quite a bit of stuff so i don't know what all the talk is about bryce young coming in here but uh i'm with ryan poles on what he said apparently he's kind of assured everyone that fields is the guy and they're leaning towards trading so i think that's the right move okay that's good to hear i'm i'm with you as well how quickly in the nfl do we pull the string on a quarterback yeah. especially on a bad t- you know what Justin i mean Fields it's is like, good yeah give the guy a chance they were about to pull the plug on jalen hurts like a year ago and look what he did like just give him some time exactly right. and put a team around him that allows him to succeed what did yeah. the eagles do they said hey let's get some talent here and see what this guy can do all of a sudden Jalen Hurts takes off. I don't know if Justin Fields is going to do that, but I'm like you. He at least deserves that chance. She is Kate Constable, host of BetQL. You in the action each and every Saturday. Follow her on Twitter and the old TikTok at Kate Constable. It is Kate Constable. Kate, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.